This is Season 2, Episode 17, Start Celebrating You. Hi, I'm Sabrina DeYoung. I'm a life coach, and I'm a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is the Perspective Detective podcast. Here, I'm going to share true principles and mind management tools to help you live in a more empowered way with you as the creator of your life. Let's do this. Okay, this is the second time I'm recording this because the first time I discovered after that my microphone wasn't on. I don't know why. Kind of bummed about it. (laughs) It's not my favorite thing to happen, but that's okay. So here we go again. So I want to tell you before I get started, I want to tell you about something that I'm doing that I am excited about. And it's, I have this weird offer that I'm totally in love with. And I say weird, but I don't think it's weird. To me, it's just authentic. And it's called Well Crap Coaching with Sabrina. (laughs) And you, my dear listeners, you get to hear the story of why I came up with it. Maybe you've seen some of my um, stories and promotions that I've put on um, Instagram. But here's my story. Okay. So I was writing down some possible names. I just wanted to name my coaching offer. And I was writing down things that that makes sense that you would expect, like perspective coaching or the authentic life or um, empower you, things like that. And I'm like, oh, none of those just like felt right. And I looked up at my notes from the last time that I had been coached personally and just saw something that I had written down, which was like a big truth bomb for me. And I remember when my coach asked me this question that brought me to this answer. And I didn't answer her. I just said, ugh, well, crap. (laughs) And that's when I realized that once again, with all my education, all my mind management tools, and all the practice that I've been doing, and everything that I've learned, I still hold my own limiting beliefs. I still disempower myself. And I still sometimes need help from someone else to change my perspective from time to time. And it's in those, well, crap moments that I make the biggest shifts that move me forward. It's in those moments that help me to get unstuck. So I am offering well, crap coaching sessions. And I think a normal person would probably call it maybe an aha moment. But that's not what I'm calling it. (laughs) So, um, okay, so here's the deal. If you don't have one of those aha moments, then not only is your session free, but I am sending you one of my favorite books as a thank you for giving me your time. Listen, I really do take my work seriously, okay? I like to have fun, but I take my work seriously, and I know that your time and your life is also serious and valuable and real, okay? So the link to this particular offer is valid until the end of March. You have to book your session by the end of March, but the time that you actually meet with me doesn't have to be within the next week, okay? I will put a link in the show notes. Anyway, okay, let's jump in to the podcast today. It is on celebrations, okay? Start celebrating you. Who likes celebrating? Probably everyone kind of likes it at least a little bit, right? Even if you're an introvert, I think you like celebrating a little bit. Tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) But anyway, 
it's fun. Celebrating is fun and it feels great. And usually we're pretty good at celebrating other people and we're pretty good at celebrating like grand events, but grand events and celebrating other people is not what I'm here to talk about today. Okay. I'm here to talk about how regular celebrations, even small daily things will make a huge impact on your personal life, your productivity, and your perspective. So when I say celebrations, I also mean just simple self-acknowledgements even, okay? So, but first let's look at why we do not celebrate. Here's what I thought of. We're told not to brag, right? We're told not to gloat, don't be conceited, don't talk too highly of yourself for fear that you might get a big head or fear that it might get to you. Don't get too big. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. Am I right? The higher you go, the further you will fall and the more it will hurt. And we are told to be humble, which I do agree with. Okay, that one. So we are told our whole lives to basically just put our heads down, do good things, but don't acknowledge them, right? That's kind of the messaging that we get. This isn't just our society, okay? This has been like forever. So there is a story that stands out to me about boasting that comes from the Book of Mormon around 90 BC. So thousands of years ago, this missionary Ammon and his brothers are excitedly talking about all the success that they're having. And Ammon's like, can I just tell you about all the great blessings that we're having? I just want to sing and I want to shout and And I'm so excited about all the great work of the Lord that we have done. And his brother Aaron's reply is, paraphrased, obviously, whoa, dude, you better chill, or one might say that you're being boastful. Your joy is just too much. And if you don't like my paraphrasing, you can read Alma 26. But here's what I find interesting about this passage, okay? I'm not trying to just knock on Aaron here. What I find interesting is this concept of not being boastful has been around for thousands of years. I already said that. (laughs) The point of this story in particular is not actually to shame Ammon for being boastful, but rather to show his excitement, his joy, his celebrations for what had been accomplished through the Lord's help. And even like way back then, there was someone saying, maybe you should simmer down. Okay. And we've been told this message our whole lives. So it makes sense that maybe we don't want to celebrate ourselves very much. Okay. I'm always looking for reasons why the way that I am makes sense. Okay. And I want you to do that too. I want you to look for reasons for why the way that you are makes sense. It's just a first step in kind of getting some leverage on making changes. Okay. Sorry. That was kind of a side note. Okay. So while I am all for humility, like I said before, I agree with that one. Let's be humble. I'm all for humility. I'm all for quiet, good works. Okay. Sometimes we as humans try so hard to, to be quiet about the good things that we do that we go past the mark. And sometimes we go so far past the mark that we not only miss the point entirely, we end up doing the opposite of the intended purpose. So from this perspective that we don't want to be boastful, it makes sense that we're hesitant to give ourselves just a solid pat on the back, 
when we've accomplished something cool or even small. And it makes sense that after we've done something good or cool or awesome or amazing or incredible or freaking incredible, that we may just want to move on to the next thing. Because, again, maybe you never really learned to celebrate. Okay? Maybe you got celebrating confused with boasting. But they're not the same thing. Give yourself permission to celebrate. Really, please give yourself permission to celebrate and to acknowledge you, okay? If you need permission from someone, here you go. I give you permission. Celebrate yourself. Acknowledge your efforts. Acknowledge your good works and your achievements just because you did it, because you are amazing. Next, I want to talk about the reason why we often do not even see or realize the progress that we've made, okay? We don't even see like how far we've come. And also probably the reason that we lack in our ability to celebrate, okay? So not recognizing the progress that we've made hinders us from being able to celebrate. That's what I'm saying there. So Brooke Snow calls this chasing horizons. And I love that visual. And again, this also makes so much sense, guys. So I want to reiterate before we want to start making a change. We first want to find out why we are the way we are, why it right now currently makes sense. Okay, this is just part of the curiosity process. It's part of the getting unstuck process. So one of the amazing things about humans is we are extremely adaptable. Okay, we acclimate to our environment so well. That's um, one of the labels, I guess, that I have on myself is I I think that I'm really adaptable. My family has moved around a lot and I'm always like, I don't know, it's fine. Like I just adapt to my surroundings. Kind of an easier example is maybe you've experienced this one. Um, have you ever like burned something in the oven? I was thinking about a time once that I burned broccoli in the oven and it smelled terrible. Do you remember the time when you made the kitchen smell terrible? <laughs> and then after a while, you didn't really notice that smell anymore. And then maybe your spouse or your kids came home and they were like, hmm, what is that horrible smell? <laughs> and you were like, I don't know. What smell? I literally don't smell anything. You acclimated to that burnt broccoli smell. I mean, I acclimated <laughs> to that burnt broccoli smell. It didn't go away. It's just that our amazing brains acclimate so that we're not always just being bombarded by our senses all the time. This is a God-given gift that our brains acclimate to our senses so that we're not constantly overloaded, so that we're able to go about our lives in relative comfort most of the time. But the thing is, this acclimation, it also can be a hindrance to us because we acclimate to our successes. Okay. So I think this kind of happens in like a twofold manner. The first is similar to how our physical senses are able to acclimate. So our ability, our ability is also able to acclimate. Um, have you ever worked in a call center. So I have a few of them. And 
it was really hard. It's always really hard to make that first phone call and even the second and the third. But by the 10th, you're like, okay, I think I got this. And the 15th, the 210th call, you're good. It is not hard. We acclimate to the awkwardness. The second reason I think we acclimate to our successes and therefore forget to celebrate is thanks to baby steps. Okay, little by little. An easy question, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. But how do you become a more patient parent? One attempt at a time. Maybe one apology at a time or one deep breath at a time. Just little baby steps. How do you build a thriving business? You build it by one tiny goal at a time. Maybe one post at a time. Maybe it's one failed sale at a time. And then one successful sale at a time. It's just one conversation at a time. How do you lose 100 pounds? One quarter pound at a time. One step further at a time. One commitment kept at a time. It's just baby steps. No matter what your goal is, it's baby steps. We work in baby steps, and so we have a hard time seeing those accomplishments because they were just small. We don't notice our accomplishments along the way because we keep moving the mark. And in turn, we keep making up new reasons to feel bad about ourselves. Sometimes we're real jerks to ourselves, okay? So this moving the mark thing, this is the chasing horizons, okay? Continually move the mark for ourselves as we're moving forward. Now, I don't actually think this is always a bad thing. Um, I remember when one summer when my son was learning how to swim and he would have me stand at a spot in the pool about four or five feet away from him and he would you know, kick off the wall and he'd swim to me like very easily. And when I saw that that was too easy for him, I started stepping back a little bit at a time without him noticing. He would swim, he would, you know, move forward and I would take a step backward so that he would be swimming five, six, seven, nine feet until I really needed to catch him. I was the mark. I was his horizon, so to speak. And I kept moving backwards every time he moved forward. But in this scenario, this helped him to go further than he thought he could. However, all along the way, as he was going, as he was swimming, and I was moving the mark backward further away from him, I was cheering him on. Great job, Emerson. You're doing it. You're swimming. Look how far you've gone. Keep going. And then I'd step back a little bit. Yeah, you're doing awesome, man. And then I'd step back a little bit. I was celebrating him the whole way as I was also giving him a chance to go further and challenge him a little bit more. So here's the thing. I don't want you to stop chasing horizons. I don't want you to stop moving the mark backwards. I definitely want you to keep doing that. Keep moving your target further out as you simultaneously move closer to it. Okay? But and this is a big but. Don't forget to celebrate all along the way. Acknowledge yourself all along the way. Look at what I did. I made that phone call. Good job, me. 
Like, look how far I've come. Chasing horizons serves us because it does keep us moving forward, which is incredible. We accomplish so many amazing things. But if you don't celebrate along the way, then chasing the horizon will become discouraging and will inevitably slow your progress or halt your potential altogether because you're never going to catch a horizon. So celebrate. Celebrate the entire way. When we're chasing horizons, we usually tend to focus on how far we still have to go, okay? And I keep using this word horizons, which probably isn't super accurate I because the horizon is always going to be the same distance away. But just mark, okay? Hopefully (laughs) this is making sense. We move the mark for ourselves and discount how far we've come. This is looking at the gap between where we are and where we want to be rather than looking at the gain of what we've already accomplished from where we originally started. And we need both, okay? We need both, both the gap and the gain. Focusing on the gap between where you are and where you want to be keeps us moving forward, okay? It drives us to act. But looking back at the gain, seeing how far you've come from when you originally started, seeing your past progress, gathering evidence that you know how to figure things out. You have done hard things. You took that step of faith and it worked out. All of that is in the gain and it adds to your momentum, motivation, evidence that we're capable. And simply put, it really just helps us to feel good. The author BJ Fogg, he wrote the book Tiny Habits. He said, people change when they feel good. And Brooke Snow, again, she lovingly pointed out people change for the better when they feel good because people also change when they feel bad too, but they don't usually change for the better. So this brings us back to celebration. Celebrations all along the way can actually act as like a super booster or rocket fuel for your goals and desired achievements. And who, who doesn't want that, right? I want rocket fuel for my goals for my ability to achieve my goals, right? So one very simple and maybe obvious example, think about a little baby, okay? Those little babies, they grow up so fast and they learn so quickly. And we cheer them on every single teeny tiny step of the way with every little thing that they do. Oh, the baby latched. Oh, good job, baby. Oh, look at the baby. She pooped. Good job, baby. Oh, that was a good burp, baby. (laughs) Every single thing. And those are just in the first couple of days when baby isn't even really trying. And then the baby learns to roll over and everyone cheers and we post it on social media. And then she learns to sit up and crawl and stand up and pull everything out of the cupboards and off of the bookshelves. And maybe we don't cheer for that part, but (laughs) she learns to walk. And all along the way, we celebrate. We celebrate. Good job, baby. And I mean, don't even get me started when the very cutest thing is when they learn to like clap for themselves. Oh my gosh, my heart could just burst. (laughs) In that first year, baby goes from just a from just a warm little lump 
to walking on two legs human with her own ideas. Babies' development is only partly innate. Babies do actually thrive on love and celebration. This is actually science. This is not just some like ethereal made up feel good thing to believe kind of story. This is science. There's so many studies that show that this is true. So many studies that show how babies do not develop and do not hit proper milestones when they're born in a place devoid of love and attention. The point of celebration is to create good feelings. Celebrating feels good and we progress or change when we feel good. So there is a popular quote in the church said by Boyd K. Packer. This was in like 1986, so it's been around for a while. He said, the study of the doctrines of the gospel will improve behavior quicker than a study of behavior will improve behavior. Preoccupation with unworthy behavior can lead to unworthy behavior. Now, here's Sabrina's spin on this quote. Okay, so as a psychology major, I heard this a lot because I've studied behavior a lot and thought it was really interesting and I studied at church schools. Um, and it wasn't until just recently that I I thought of this in a different way, okay? And that's this is what I want to share with you. The gospel is love. The word like literally means good news. And love and good news bring feelings of love and peace and joy. They bring good feelings, feelings we want more of. Repeating BJ Fogg, people change when they feel good. So of course that makes sense if studying the gospel, doctrines of the gospel, makes people feel good because it is goodness and it makes sense that it would change behavior because all along the way, you're feeling good. And then that second part of the quote, the preoccupation with unworthy behavior can lead to unworthy behavior. It's again, it's the same principle. The preoccupation of we can even, we can insert anything, opposing behavior or undesirable feelings will produce undesirable changes. So let's bring this back to celebration. Remember what celebration does? It creates good feelings, Okay. Now, when I say celebration, you don't have to go making yourself a cake every night, okay? I'm talking about just a little cheer, maybe a little yelp, woo, (laughs) a little smile, a clap, a hop, okay? Maybe just a solid pat on the back or, you know, smile at yourself. These small celebrations, they make a difference. Don't skip out on the process, okay? You lost a quarter pound? Celebrate that. Good job. You just put up one post about your business. Celebrate it. You apologized to your husband and you meant it. Celebrate that, but probably to yourself, maybe not to him. That might like be weird, okay? <laughs> you maybe fed your kids dinner. Celebrate it. Even if you do it every night, celebrate yourself because you did that. You're taking care of your family. Again, that doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big. Give yourself a high five and a smile. I just folded a basket of laundry I'm going to do a little Yelp. Good job, me. I folded that laundry. Yes, I have to do it every week or lots more often than just every week, but I am going to celebrate every single time I do it because it feels good and I have to keep doing it. So one last thing here that I want to say is celebrations and rewards 
are different things, okay? At least in this context. Rewards are awesome. I love those. They also produce good feelings, but they're generally more extrinsic, okay? When I think of a reward, I mean, if I work, then I'll get paid. Or if I, you know, if I do something, then I will get something, right? This is all in the realm of extrinsic motivation, doing a task motivated by a promised reward. Focusing on celebration creates actually more intrinsic rewards or the intrinsic feelings of goodness, okay? Celebrating yourself, celebrating privately as well as publicly deepens and widens that intrinsic reward of feeling good, of feeling accomplished, of feeling motivated and successful and productive and worthy and progressing, okay? Create those feelings of joy. Really let yourself feel the excitement. Let yourself feel the accomplishment through celebration. Let yourself feel good about something you did. Please celebrate daily and watch what kind of magic happens. Watch it in the game through looking back at all that you have done and how far you've come. Incorporating celebrations into your day will improve your productivity. It will raise your emotional state, which in turn helps improve your life and helps you see the world around you in a more positive way. I would love to hear how it goes for you. And as always, be watchful and stay curious. Thank you for listening. Please, please make sure to give this podcast a rating and review and please share it with your friends because mine are tired of me talking about it. So go share it with yours. (laughs) Also, if you have been curious about life coaching and whether or not it may help you to get unstuck or help you to reach your big goals, check out the link in my show notes and just book a session, okay? There's never been a better time. Go do it now.